0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of The Motivation Burrito. I'm your host, Melissa, and I'm a little tired this morning still. I haven't fully woken up yet, haven't fully had my coffee, and I honestly would love nothing more than to go back to sleep, but I unfortunately have worked this morning in about an hour, so I don't think I'll be able to go back to sleep anytime soon I mean a part of me really just wants to like not record this episode and take a quick nap because I could probably get like another you know half hour but then that would leave me no time to like actually get ready for work so I figured I could just come in and record an episode because I had posted on my Facebook um, this thing about twin flames so there's a couple of things that, I'm, that I want to talk about today. And they kind of go hand in hand. But at the same time, they are kind of like recaps of previous episodes. And just, you know, things that come up in conversation. Or come up through, you know, uh, current circumstances. So let's just say that there's a couple of things that I want to flash back to. So if you haven't listened to my podcast at all... Um, and you want to know what I'm talking about with some of these episodes, you can always go back and revisit them. But I had posted something about Twin Flames this weekend and the short version of it is things have, things have been challenging in my relationship, um, And it's not to say that things are bad. I I don't want to give anybody that impression. It's one of those things where I knew that there were going to be challenges from the very beginning because this is not a situation that I've ever been in before. Like this relationship, this situation is unique and it presented itself as something that I would have to navigate on my own with essentially like no knowledge and no precedent on how to do it and so when I met my boyfriend you know he was going through a divorce you know with his soon-to-be ex-wife he was in a situation where he had just you know like he's moving through the motions of one relationship ending and all of a sudden you know this girl shows up in his life and she's just like you know it's me obviously like all of a sudden I show up in his life in a most unexpected time in a time where it seems like all hope was lost in a time where we were both going through our own darknesses and our own scenarios and our own situations and we just kind of The universe just kind of brought us together. The universe brought us together in a very big way. Um, And so, you know, like, we had a choice. Like, do we explore this or do we not? Like, I had never dated somebody with kids also. So not only is this man in the midst of a divorce, but he's got kids from another woman. And so there was the challenge of a co-parenting situation and navigating the fact that I'm not gonna be able to meet the kids right away, but he still has to co-parent and he still has to be an active participant in the kid's life. And there's gonna be situations and times where both parents have to be active. Like I, I had thought about all of this, you know, like birthdays were gonna be a thing. And I had always wondered, like what if one of the kids had a birthday before I was allowed to meet them. And you know, they both decided to throw a birthday party, but it was too soon for me to like come. So even though I'm sure an invitation would have been extended, it probably wouldn't be like the right time for me to enter their life so soon. And these were all things I thought about. These were all, you know, like scenarios that I prepared myself to come across. But here's the thing about life, you can prepare yourself for every scenario in the book, but it doesn't mean that it's going to happen the way you envision. It doesn't mean that it's gonna unfold and all the things that you prepared for like, will happen. And a lot of the times, everything that happens, you just didn't have a plan for. There was no way you could possibly prepare. It was unexpected, it was out of the blue. And again, you're forced to kind of just pivot and decide, all right, like, can we do this? Can we switch gears? Can we find a way to, like, still make this the best case scenario or find a way to still make this easy on on all parties involved? So there's just a lot of things that are up in the air, especially with kids, you know, kids get hurt, kids want to see both their parents, kids want to, you know, randomly go to the park, and they want to, like, randomly do things, especially during the summer months, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you just pretty much have to, like, go with the flow, and I'm not a very go with the flow person in fact I am the opposite of go with the flow and for me everything needs to have a plan or most things need to have a plan like yes I allow for spontaneity yes I allow for random surprises and you know unexpected things from God and the universe but for the most part if I could have a plan I want a plan and being with him has challenged that notion and has challenged the idea of plans there really is no set plan there really is no set way to to handle this to process it to move through it and and again for me this is unprecedented and there's a lot of blended families that will tell you the same thing that there is no one right way to do it you kind of have to do what's best for everybody and understand that everybody has different personalities and everybody is going to want something different. But at the end of the day, it's got to work for everyone involved. And so that's been the challenge. The challenge has been finding what works for all of us and also trying to navigate our relationship while he's trying to you know be present in his kids life and he's trying to like do more with them and spend more time with them and so it's just it's definitely been a road <laughs> that I've I've had to walk through slowly um but it led to some tension it it led to some tension as I knew it was going to, because it's a lot for one person, you know, and it's, it's a lot for him and it's a lot for me. And, and I, I remember at one point in our relationship, I had asked him if he was sure that he would be able to handle this. And he had asked me the same question, like, if I was sure that I wanted to do this and if I would be able to handle it. And I said to him, yeah, that I was sure. And that, you know, again, this is one of those things where it's like, you don't have a plan. You you don't know how it's going to unfold. You just have to trust that it's all going to work out. And I took the leap of faith and I said, I want to do this because I knew that he was worth it. And I knew that he was the person that I want to be with, and so I was willing to make it work through whatever challenges we may face. But divorce isn't easy. Navigating a new relationship isn't easy. Trying to divide your time between rebuilding your business and, you know, like, nurturing a new relationship and and co-parenting with your kids are all challenges and you know a person knows their limits a person knows what they're capable of and you know he he said that he was willing to do it so I trusted that he would be capable of doing it. But here's the thing, right? Sometimes times get harder. And sometimes it gets to the point where you don't know your left from your right. And you don't know if you can handle it all. And you, you decide, like, do you want to continue to handle it all? Do you want to, you know, like, let something go? you know, take some off your plate. And I remember I did an episode where I talked about having too much on my plate and having to empty my plate a little bit. And we got to a point where that became a conversation for us. You know, it became a a conversation of, is this too much on our plates? And it was a very hard conversation because I knew that The thing that would be emptied from the plate would most likely be me because I was, you know, last to come in. So, you know, as the newest thing in his life, um, I had faced the fear or I had already um, had the fear that if things did get to be too much that I would be having a conversation like this of, again, whether or not we can do it and whether or not we can press forward um, and whether or not it's good to press forward. And so you have to outweigh the pros and the cons. And again, you have to evaluate, you know, everything. You have to look at the circumstances and you have to decide, is this a situation where we're making a rash decision? Based on our overwhelm, and that's the thing like it's hard to make decisions when you're in a place of stress and anxiety and overwhelm and I've learned the hard way that these are not the times to make the decisions that you know like it, it's it's everybody says it right Don't make a decision when you're angry or don't make an, a decision when you're in reactive mode in an emotional state of mind because then. Those are the times where you don't fully think things through and those are the times where your decisions are are rash and and most times you end up regretting the decision that you made because you made it too soon without really like weighing the options or, or really taking the time to pause, feel through the feelings and take logical next steps. And I've done this many, many times in my life. So again, it it became a conversation for us of what are you feeling right now? Don't make a rash decision because when the dust settles and you look back, you may regret making a decision too soon rather than taking the time to see it through. Or to feel it through. And so. You know like. I. I. am obviously willing to fight for my relationship. I am you know. I I told him I love him. I was going to stand by him. I'm always going to stand by him. And, And again. Let's have open and honest conversations. Let's continue to have open and honest conversations. But because we're both so stressed out in different ways, you know, I have my own stresses. Like I have stresses within work and my career. Um, And so, you know, when we're in the height of emotion, when we're in the height of stress, when we're going through a difficult time, that's not the time to make a decision. And so i'm gonna ride the storm right isn't that what we always do we weather the storm and and again this is what i mean by a lot of my podcast episodes are coming back in this manner because there's a lot of things coming up we're talking about a shake-up of foundations we're talking about weathering a storm in the darkest of times we're talking about love karma and twin flames and this you know idea because he honestly felt like his ex-wife was his twin flame and I remember like we were talking about it and he showed me this thing about twin flames and I was just like I have very strong opinions on twin flames these days and I told him that I look at twin flames as a justification for toxic behavior I look at it as you know Um, people justifying the on-again, off-again relationship and saying, like, you know, quotes like, oh, if you let it go and they come back, like, it's yours. Like, no. Like, I believe that that quote is right under the right circumstances, but I don't believe that a person should walk away from something for the wrong reasons, you know? Like if you're gonna walk away from someone or if you feel the need to walk away from someone, it's it's almost like you're unsure. And to me, I got to the point where I deserve somebody who's sure about me. I deserve somebody who's sure about whether or not they wanna be with me and don't question it. And if it gets to the point where our relationship is now being questioned I kind of want to wonder why like is it something that I did so again I personally feel it comes down to honest conversation you know like it comes to an honest conversation of where you are mentally emotionally physically like you know are you exhausted like that kind of thing so if you're choosing to walk away because right now it's too much on your plate and you can't handle it that's not really like the greatest reason you know I personally believe that it just means you have to find a new way it just means that you have to find a better way and also trust your partner you know and I think that that's what it came down to like for me it was a conversation of do you trust me enough to take some of it off your plate and help you. Do you trust me enough to carry some of your bags? You say you have a lot of baggage, but okay, I'm standing right next to you and I'm telling you if you can't unpack them, then at least let me hold one or two, you know. Sometimes people aren't like aren't ready to unpack their baggage, and that's okay. You want to hold on to it, okay? You know, it's your choice. I don't recommend it, but if, you don't, if you're not ready to fully unpack your baggage because you're afraid of what you'll find, then at least let me hold one or two of them for you. You don't have to hold it all on your own. You don't have to have the weight of the world on your shoulders. That's what a team is for. That's what a relationship is for. That's what the partnership is all about. Let me take some of it off of you. Let me take some of that stress. Let me take some of that pain. Let me take some of that anger. Let me take some of that sadness. Let me hold you. Let me support you. Let me hold space for you. And so our conversation became about doing that, that exchange of trusting me and leaning into me more rather than pulling away. This was a time where what's, need is, what's needed is actually the opposite. So you have too much on your plate. And and I think that's the mistake that I made in my episode with too much on my plate. Like, I, I think in hindsight, when I look back at it, and I look back at some of the things that I said, and see, this is where growth is amazing. Because you start to look at things and you start to realize like, holy shit like I've grown as a person because in that episode I was talking about I had too much on my plate and I decided to let something go and that's why I stopped podcasting for a while and that's why I stopped self-care and that's why I stopped doing all of these things whereas whereas I'm learning now that it's okay to ask for help and that when you have too much on your plate, it's okay to share it. It's okay to say, hey, you know, or like go to someone you trust, right? Someone Go to someone that you're willing to share your food with, someone that you'd be willing to share your fries and your tacos with, you know, like if you're me, like who would I share my tacos with or who would I share my burrito with? Like it would definitely be my boyfriend. Find someone in your life Who'd be willing to share what's on your plate? Who'd be willing to, you know, take what's left over? And also, you don't have to finish what's on your plate today. That's what leftovers are for too, right? Like we talk about in, in food-related or in, in, in food, you know, there's leftovers. Sometimes you end up with leftovers. Sometimes you've cooked too much, you made too much. And you have all this extra food, and you're just like, oh, do I have to eat it now? The answer is no. That's the beauty of it. We're so conditioned to believe that we always have to do it now, that everything has to be finished by a certain time. Like, you have to finish all your dinner. You have to finish everything that's on your plate. And that's just not true anymore. Sometimes you don't have the capacity to do so. And it's okay to have leftovers for tomorrow and the next day. Or it's okay to say, hey, like, do you want some of this? Like, you know, find somebody who's willing to share what's on your plate. It's okay to do all of those things. And I'm learning that. And I've learned that. And so, again, a lot of these things that I've talked about in my past episodes have come up for me. And I'm just like, okay. So this is what happens when you have too much on your plate. This is what happens when your your foundations start crumbling. This is what happens when you're forced to weather the storm. You know, like all of these things are coming up again. You know, the idea of twin flames and toxic behaviors and justification of an on and off again relationship when it's really not healthy. The idea of twin flames is not healthy. The idea of the runner and the chaser and the expended energy. I mean, think about how much energy you're expending chasing after somebody who isn't really sure about their feelings for you or who can't honor their commitments to you. And when I was typing my post about Twin Flames, AutoCorrect switched it to Twin Flakes, which I basically said is essentially what Twin Flames are. To me, they're twin flakes because they justify running away from the other person, ghosting or walking away in, in hard times and never coming back and saying, oh, but you're my twin flame and you knew I would always come back. Like, no, no, I didn't know if you would come back. And in fact, all I went through in the time that you were gone was pain and suffering, wondering if you were coming back. And I don't think it's fair to put somebody through that. And I don't think it's fair to put someone through that more than once. So I hate the on-again, off-again thing. Because for me, I think it's unfair. And I think a part of that person gets broken every single time somebody walks away from her or him. Because it's almost like they chose to walk away rather than lean into you and trust you in a hard or difficult time. So... Twin Flames has, like, really (laughs) been something that I don't follow anymore. I don't, it's, it's not really something that I can say that I believe in. And that's just, again, my opinion. That's just my feeling on things. But I do not like that Twin Flames, in part, justifies less than healthy behavior. And it justifies you know two people causing each other pain whether it's intentional or unintentional I, I don't feel like justifying those actions and justifying those behaviors all in the name of a deeper or greater connection is is right I, I really feel like that's wrong and I really feel like it sets up this false sense of what a healthy and true love should look like and that's my spiel on the twin flames aspect of things It was funny because as I was thinking about all of these things this weekend, I went back to a memory of me and my boyfriend when we were in Cape May. And when we were in Cape May, we were walking to one of the restaurants. And I think we were also walking to the marketplace. I think we were walking to like that, that um, market that was like a few blocks away. It was like a 15-minute walk away. And um, so we were walking to that shopping area and every time we walked to that shopping area or every time we walked to the restaurants in that area, there was this house that was like... It basically looked like the whole bottom of the house had been exposed and all you could see was the foundations. Like you could see you know, the foundations underneath the house and, you like, you know, when siding covers that foundation and that base, like, basically, like, that siding was gone and, like, all of the the walls and, like, everything that would be built around this foundation was not there. And I remember we would look at it and we'd be like, how is that house still standing? Like, how is that house still standing right now? Like, are they working on it? Like, is it under construction? Like, is it new? Like, how is it possible that this house is still standing. And then we looked at the foundations and the foundations looked like almost like a game of Jenga, like like pieces of it were, were missing in some way or like the wood wasn't properly set up to hold the weight of this house. And I remember that I kept looking at it and thinking like, yo, this house is going to fall. Like there is no way that this house can stay this way for a long period of time without eventually collapsing. Like there's holes in the foundation. The, the house is exposed. Like everything is, is exposed. And, you know, like maybe right now this house is a symbolism, like is a symbol for how I'm feeling and how I'm navigating this situation. Like there's so many foundations here, right? Like, there's my foundations of my relationship, you know, like I, our relationship has been built on honesty and on communication and really being open and vulnerable with each other. And if you've ever played Jenga, you know, that the whole point of the game, like, is, you know, you pull out a piece from the bottom, you pull out a block and you put it on top. And I feel like, you know, some of the things that have happened to us, or some of the things that we've we faced, the challenges that we face, is like we're pulling that, that block out. And the house reminds me of the game of Jenga in that sense. Because it's almost like somebody pulled part of the foundation out and tried to build the house higher. And then another challenge came up and we pulled that brick out and we put it on top. And you just keep on pulling from the foundation and trying to build up and up and up until eventually it collapses, right? Because the foundation wasn't sturdy anymore. And a part of me started to feel like that's what was going on. Like my foundations were being shaken up. Like my relationship was being shaken up. These challenges were becoming overwhelming. And I I kept thinking about that house and thinking, how the hell did that house manage to stand? And how the hell Did those foundations manage to hold? And it looks like it's not structurally sound, and yet it somehow managed to be. So to me, that house is kind of like magical at the same time because it's defying the odds. That's what it comes down to. The house is not only a symbol of what happens when your foundations are shaking up and you try and build upward or you're exposed because again it was completely exposed the foundations were exposed the whole bottom of the house was open you know like it it looked like somebody tried to expand up at some point and then just construction stopped or or whatever the case may be you know like the house is trying to grow upward and it it's it's unfinished you know and yet it's also magical because it is def- the odds it managed to stay strong and it managed to stay intact and the foundations still managed to hold the weight of the house the foundations sorry my throat is dry this morning even though it had spaces and it needed to be filled again it was still holding it was still strong Just because it looked different didn't mean that it wasn't strong. And that house proved that just because something looks different or it doesn't turn out the way you thought it was going to look doesn't mean it's not going to work. Our relationship ended up presenting challenges where it didn't look like I had planned it to go. And I think he came to a realization of the same thing—that none of this happened the way he thought it was going to happen. Life didn't go the way he thought it was going to go. And we all face that moment, you know. But the question is, can we defy those odds, and can we still stand strong, and can we still be strong? even though we look a little different, even though life looks a little different. And that house proves day after day that, yeah, yeah, it looks a little different, but it's still standing. It's still holding. It's still supporting. Those foundations are still supporting that house to this day. Those foundations still held up the house, which if you remember... I also had an episode called build a better house <clears throat> where I talked about how the foundations that I were developed, that I was developing at the time was going to be to build that better house. And that's the conversation that I've been trying to have with him for the last couple of days, that all of this is a shakeup and none of this looks the way we thought it was going to look. And some of it is even taking more time than we thought for us to get used to. And there's new fears and there's new doubts and there's new worries and there's new ideas and new thoughts and new feelings. And we just have to move through it and find the strength within ourselves to continue to uphold the house that we're building. Because we have built a home together I've built a home with this man so I felt like all my episodes were coming together in a way that I didn't think was gonna happen and um, all I keep all I keep envisioning is that house all I keep seeing is that house and I keep wondering how it managed to like stay so strong how those foundations managed to stay so strong to where it upheld this house so gracefully because again it didn't look like it didn't look like any wind could take it and and blow it down like it it, it was surprisingly sturdy it looked sturdy, even though it looked weird, and I was like, "Yo, like, is that house gonna fall? Like, it looks like it should fall, but it's not falling. So, like, it's sturdy. But again, looks can be deceiving, right? That's that's what we're told all the time. Never judge a book by its cover. Looks can be deceiving. All of these things that we're taught in life, you know, like it really is I mean life will surprise you is what it comes down to you know something may look like it's not strong and and in reality like it is and it's, it's, it's again it's holding up a house that you would think it shouldn't be holding so I guess the short of it is it's almost like I'm playing my own game of Jenga you know um where I'm trying to build up and I'm trying to build that better house and I'm trying to build and keep the foundations intact with him and trusting my foundations to continue to support the house as we move upward and forward and as we grow as individuals and as we grow together as a couple And I just have to trust myself, and I also have to trust him in the hard times. And, you know, same, I'm hoping that he trusts me in the hard times. So, I thought I just heard something, sorry. We have a new kitten too, by the way. We have a new kitten, and she's quite loud, but I thought I heard voices, so that was like a little bit weird. Um, but I mean, I think all of this again it tests you, you know. It it tests your desires. It tests like what you really want. It it it's another way that I said it to him was like it's a hero's journey, right? Like it's it's the moment where the hero is at the height of. Of the movie, right, we're at the height of the movie where the hero has to make a choice, like do i it, it's it's a lot it's it's a it's a huge burden it's a huge burden to be responsible for so many people to be responsible for so much in your life. you know, for the hero like it's a matter of of that that journey, that challenge, and there's that pivotal moment where they decide like, do they have the strength within themselves to move forward to fight and to You know, like, be the savior in a way or or to be successful and to, you know, to truly have that, that result, you know, the result that they want. Or do they walk away? You know, it's like fight or flight, basically. You know, do you keep pushing forward or do you walk away? And I feel like, And again, I can't, I can't speak for him. I can't speak for his experience. I can't speak for his feelings throughout this whole situation. I can only speak from my experience and my point of view. And I know for a fact that he is so worth it. And I know that it comes down to my own choices as well of finding a new way And finding a better way or trusting that it will all sort itself out you know there's there's a lot of different ways that I could go with or that I can go in there's a lot of different directions that I can go in in this in this scenario and you know right now things don't look the way that I thought it was going to look I mean from day one I never thought I was going to be with someone who was going through all of this but he has shown me the greatest love that I'll ever know that I've ever known and I've grown because of him I've grown in so many ways because of him and and again like the foundations look a little different they don't exactly look the way I thought they were gonna look The house doesn't even look the way I thought it was going to look. Nothing looks the way I thought it was going to look. And that's okay. And I still think that what we have is such a strong foundation that it's going to uphold the house the way that House at Cape May has been standing tall. I truly think that we'll stand tall just the same and who knows like maybe one day me and him will return to Cape May and we'll see that the house is finished and it's not exposed anymore and everything has been built beautifully and 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 done in a way that's better than what we thought it was going to be you know like maybe they change everything about the house or maybe they keep the bits and pieces that kept it classic and they just modernized it and build, you know, upward and who knows what it's gonna look like. That's the beauty of it, right? But I wanna go back to Cape May and I wanna see the house when it's finished. I wanna see what it what it looks like when all is said and done. And I wanna be able to look at that house and say to my boyfriend, like baby. We made it. Just like that house made it. And even though it doesn't look the way we thought it was going to look, it's still awesome. And we're still fucking strong. And those foundations were still so damn strong. Like, we did that. So, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. I really don't. Um, But again, I, I really do want to see that house one day and look at it as a symbol and say, like, babe, remember when we thought that house was going to fall and it didn't? And now it looks amazing. Remember when we thought that we might fall and we didn't? And look at how amazing we are. I want to be able to get to that. I want to be able to say that. And I know I will. But that house gives me hope. It gives me hope that even when things don't look the way they're supposed to, we're still strong enough and we're still sturdy enough to keep going and keep moving forward. Until, you know, until the day we can look at it and think like, damn, we made it. And things are amazing. I really do want to see what the house would look like when it's done. Now I'm curious. I may have to Google it. But yeah, I want to go back now. I think we should plan a trip to go back and see how that house has continued to develop. And maybe I'll do a follow-up episode. Um, but that's all I've got today. That's a wrap. And I know it probably seemed like a lot more mumbling than anything. But that's just where I am. Like I said, I have a lot going on in my thoughts and in my head right now. And I did want to bring it back to some conversations about, you know, Twin Flames and some of my past episodes and and just recapping certain things that have come up and what I'm feeling in the moment. And so I hope everybody has a great day and a lovely week. And this was the Motivation Burrito. And I will see you all next time.